What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer all in one. And it is the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast. They will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast through Anchor with no minimum listenership, which is lit. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. The only thing that we have is this exact moment. and That's all we're ever going to be able to experience. If you think about your like human experience and your, your mind with all your emotions and your feelings like as a guest house... And each emotion, whether good or bad, is visiting, like, it's just something that you can welcome and experience and, like, make the best of it. And, you know, that's all you can really do. You can just try to make the best of it. lovely people. Welcome back to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. Happy Wednesday. Happy, happy Wednesday. Oh my goodness. It is going to be a good episode. I can just feel it in my bones. Um, today we're going to be talking about gratitude. Another cheese ball episode coming your way, but I think it's going to be good. Um, it's kind of, I think it's going to be similar to like the Dreamers episode from uh, like two episodes ago. I just think this will be a good one for me to go back to and for you guys to go back to if you're feeling down just listening to people expressing gratitude for their life and like appreciating the small moments is such a good reminder and is almost guaranteed to get you out of a funk. I won't completely guarantee it, but it's pretty, pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, I'm just in such a good mood after reading all of your stories of gratitude and everything that you shared. So let's just get right into the episode. I'm going to talk about gratitude. So the reason that I wanted to do this topic is because it's kind of the game changer for life, I think. I'm coming to realize like having gratitude for the small things in your life and the big things and just remembering to be grateful reminds you to be present. And like being present is so, so hard, at least for me, like I don't know. I've said this a bunch of times, but like we're always thinking about the next thing, always focusing on the next goal. And you know, it's crazy. I had this thought the other day, which probably makes it sound like I was high or something, but I wasn't completely sober trying to go to sleep, I guess. And well, actually, hold on, hold on. So let me connect this to my chiropractor who's just like kind of, I don't think he's from this planet. He seems like he's not from this planet. He's very magical, let's just say. And he has some really good advice. And he said, um, 
to live in faith and not fear is the way to, you know, live a good life and to live a healthy life. Um, and people, he said like, uh, being in the present, people either live in faith or fear. So you have to choose. Are you going to live in fear all the time or are you going to live with, um, faith, like faith, knowing that the next day will come faith, knowing that you can do, um, what you set your mind to, or that, you know, you're going to have bad days, but get through it. You could apply it to anything faith that you're going to have breakfast the next day, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, he said faith for the present hope for the future and gratitude for the past. And he's like, that's the only way to live. And I've really been liking that. And I've been like meditating, thinking that, um, kind of like meditating on that, I guess you could say. So yeah, hope for the future, gratitude for the past, faith for the present. And it, I was, you know, really analyzing that statement and it just dawned on me the other night. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this I sound fucking high just saying this, but like you can't, <laughs> all there is is the present because you just will never experience anything else. I know that's like duh, Rahini, but when you really think about it, it's like, oh shit, like most of what we worry about is in the future and it might not even happen. Like the only thing that we have is this exact moment and that's all we're ever going to be able to experience. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you can think about the past and like have nice memories and those can bring up emotions and feelings and things, but like it's, it's in the past. And then in the future, you never know how it's going to go until you're in the moment. So literally all you have is the present. So like, what the fuck? I just blew my mind. I know it sounds silly, but like, if you think about it, all we have is this present moment. So what's the point of like freaking out about things that might not happen or stressing out about something in the future or being worried or being anxious about something. And, you know, that's kind of maybe happened in two years or in my case, like just constantly thinking about the future so much that you're not even in the present. And like, that's something that I definitely wanted to work on is being grateful for the present while I'm in it, because like, especially with my travels that I've done in the past, I get so nostalgic and I look back at them. I'm like, Oh my God, that was such an amazing time. Like, wow, I would do anything to be there again. But then in the moment I wasn't thinking about how grateful I was to be there. Like I wasn't really appreciating where I was and like soaking in the feelings, I guess, while I was there. Like when Grace and I were in Italy, our summer after our freshman year of college, I think, yeah, we were in, um, I think it was Cinque Terre, Cinque Terre, <laughs> as Grace says, and we were on, I don't remember which beach, but we were on some beach in the rocks, like right on the water, and we got a bottle of wine, like a cheap bottle of wine, and we're just drinking and sitting on the rocks in our bikinis, and it literally was out of a movie, like completely out of a movie, and then these local boys came over, and we like shared their pizza, and it was just so fun, straight out of a movie, and I always think about that back like I get super nostalgic and I get like flooded with those great emotions and memories but imagine how like amazing that would be if I could have acknowledged like how wonderful of a time it was right in the moment and like really hold gratitude and like be thankful for being there I feel like that's just so powerful you know and so anyway I'm trying to do that more trying to be grateful for things as they're happening and so that made me want to do this um podcast topic because I think gratitude is the game changer. I saw this quote that kind of sums it up. Um, let me find it. Um, it's by Robin Conley Downs, and it, I found it on Pinterest. Um, gratitude is the direct way out of comparison, which is 
really true. Like it's the only, for me, the only way that I can get out of comparing myself to someone else or comparing my life to somebody else's or comparing like how I am now to where I was before, where I want to be. Like the only way you can get out of that is gratitude and being like, even if it's simple, as simple as like, I'm thankful for what I have now. I'm thankful for this meal. I'm thankful for my house, you know, like all of the simple quote, quote, simple things, um, that we might take for granted every day, but it's the only way out of comparison. It's like the only way to get yourself out of that negative spiral is to be like, holy shit, I have so much. I have so much to be grateful for because there's always going to be someone that has less than you and always going to be someone that has more than you. That's just how it works. So being grateful for where you are is like key to get out of that comparison. Another thing, I guess, is that something that I've been trying to like realize is that all of the emotions that I might feel as a human, like experiencing the human experience, whatever, that's, <laughs> that made no sense. English majors come for me. Um, being in this human experience, being alive, um, there's a lot of different emotions and we react to things and we get, we get down some days we're feeling a little down or some days we're super happy or we're tired or we're bored or we're excited or we're jealous or we're anxious or whatever the thing is, whatever the emotion is like, that's just part of the human experience. And uh, like, whether we like it or not, that's what it is to be human. We have the opportunity to experience all these different emotions and, um, that, like I said, it's how it is. So we might as well be grateful for them because that means we're alive and that means we're human. And how cool is that, that we get to be like alive, you know, cheesy, but I don't know. I, I definitely think that all of us were here, are here for a reason. And being able to experience all these things is a, is a blessing. Like we could have been, in my opinion, like my beliefs, we could have been incarnated as like a dog or like a, a frog or like a squirrel or something or a bird. I don't know. So like, I'm pretty happy to be a human, to be honest. I think it's pretty sick. We get to like have, you know, the love of our life and like have friends and um, be in nature and experience all these emotions. And that would not be possible if we weren't human and we weren't alive. So that's just getting really fucking deep. So this poem by Rumi um, is kind of connected to what I was just saying, I guess, and I just liked it. So I'm going to read it for you guys. Um, it's called The Guest House, and here it goes. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows, who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, Treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Ooh, ooh. I just found that and I was like, oh, that's so good. Like Rumi, <laughs> Rumi really spitting bars. Um, but I think it's, I don't know. I just, if you think about your like human experience and your, your mind with all your emotions and your feelings, like as a guest house and each emotion, whether good or bad is visiting, like it's just something that you can welcome and experience and like make the best of it. And you know, that's all you can really do. You can just try to make the best of it. So yeah, I liked that. And what else? So I guess for me, some ways that I'm like practicing 
some ways that I'm practicing gratitude are having a gratitude journal or I guess just writing down like a long list of things that I'm grateful for in the morning. Like as long as I can, as long of a list as I can come up with, like it might start off simple, like I'm grateful for my house, I'm grateful for my dog, I'm grateful for Sage. And then sometimes it's like super specific, like um, I'm grateful for how the leaves, the fall leaves look on the ground, or I'm grateful for like spending time with my mom last night or whatever it might be like just going down the list and reminding yourself like all of the blessings that you have is really, really great to bring you into the present. And even if you can only come up with a few things, like it's still, it's still a great practice. And in my opinion, like practicing gratitude will only bring in more great things into your life. So yeah, I definitely would recommend doing like a gratitude journal entry or having a gratitude journal. A lot of you guys have one, which is super cool. You were telling me in your emails. And by the way, I read all of them. I can't read them all. As usual, I wish I could, but they were all really amazing. And yeah, I appreciate you guys sending them in. But what else? I was trying to think of this time recently where I just was like, you know that feeling where you're just completely washed in like this joy and gratitude of being alive like it's you just feel like you're tingling and all of a sudden you have this euphoria I guess is the word and you're like holy shit I love this life like I love being alive and it doesn't happen all the time like for me it's just I don't know out of the blue I'll just be washed in this like immense sense of gratitude and just joy for being alive and it's the most wonderful feeling ever and you guys also talked about that in your entries but when I was in LA last weekend I definitely had some of those moments like it just felt so good to be out of like our regular environment for me that's one of the fastest ways that I feel like I can get back in touch with myself is just going to a new place even if it's like not that far away just going to a new place really I don't know just sparks my soul and makes me really happy and feel really grateful so yeah we got this like really good vegan food (laughs) sage went and picked it up and then we had some like green juice and yummy vegan food on the patio at this beautiful airbnb that we rented it was insane like I did not want to leave it was a beautiful old house like I think it's called stucco like stucco walls and uh, um like shutters and this beautiful patio we were sitting on the table and the breeze was blowing and there's like all these wildflowers all around and butterflies and we could see LA in the distance with like outlines of palm trees it was just so magical and I just felt so so grateful and then I was reading out there and I was like oh my god I'm so grateful for this and Another time that I feel like that washes over me is when Sage and I drive to Woodby for the weekend with Henry and Henry likes to come up and like sit in between us, like put his paws on the little console in between the two seats and he just likes to hang out and like watch, watch the road with us and sometimes he'll put his head on uh, Sage's arm and like just seeing them there's one time where it was like super nice out we had the window down Sage looked really cute and handsome and Henry had his head on Sage's arm and I just was like oh my god like my life is a movie like it just felt like a movie and I felt so grateful to have them there and it's just those little moments that are so special and are so like each one is unique to us you know like we're each experiencing something different and it's just amazing. So, <laughs> so cheesy. I swear I'm sober, guys. I'm not, I'm not on shrooms or anything. Um, but I just, 
yeah, I think it's really great. And if we could practice this more, I'm sure a lot of us would be much happier, like myself included. I'm just, this is like a reminder for me as much as you too. Practice gratitude wherever you can. And yeah, obviously it's harder at some points in your life to find gratitude if you're going through a really hard time. Maybe seems impossible to find something to be grateful for, but just that notion that gratitude is like the direct way out of comparison or jealousy or um, anger or uh, sadness, honestly, anything like being grateful for where you're at and grateful for the lessons you've had to learn, grateful for even the hard times because it helps you grow and learn. And yeah, just like welcoming all your emotions as guests. I really liked that. So um, without further ado, I'm going to read your submissions because there are a bunch of them and I love them all. Um, they definitely made me tear up like, geez, you guys are, you really know where to hit me in the heart. You're just like, okay, let's make Keen cry today. Um, yeah, very grateful that you guys sent them in and don't forget to follow the Instagram acting my age podcast. If you want to submit stories or questions for future episodes, I only post about it on there. So if you don't follow, then you will miss out and that would be really sad. So yeah, let's get into your submissions. And also just while I'm thinking about it, if you like this podcast, please give us a rating on iTunes. I don't know why I say us, like it's just me. It's just me and my mic. Um, but give us a rating on Apple um, Podcasts and that would be amazing. I would appreciate it very, very much and um, it can help the podcast continue to grow and grow. So um, let's get into what you guys are grateful for. Okay, I really liked this one um, for a lot of reasons, but I'll just read it. Hi, Rohini. I hope everything is well in your life. Before I start, I just wanted to thank you for your podcast. It has been one of the things that keeps me grounded and makes things easier for me since the start of COVID. Thank you so much for the help you offered me through your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. That really means a lot to me. Um, okay. Anyway, gratitude is a very fresh notion for me. I used to always have this negative point of view on everything. I would complain about every single thing. I'd be the most pessimistic person ever and always focus on what's missing in my life instead of what I already have. However, I've had one of the hardest years this year. My mental health has been really, really bad, challenging me every day. Gratitude has been one of the things keeping me sane. By reminding myself all the beautiful people surrounding me, all the miracles that my body is doing by keeping me alive, and what a beautiful person I am, and how lucky I am to be able to eat and have a roof over my head. I've been able to keep somewhat my head above the water. When I feel like drowning through the waves of anxiety that rush in every day, I always stop myself, take a deep breath, and thank God for everything that I have in life today, and especially for everything that I am. Gratitude has clearly been one of my coping mechanisms with, within these dark times, kind of like a silver lining, and I couldn't be more grateful for gratitude, if that even makes sense. Thank you so much again for your podcast and the good vibes that you put out there. Sorry for this long-ass rant, and have a wonderful day. Honestly, it wasn't even a long-ass rant, so <laughs> I'm very glad that I could read it. I just really like this one because I think she really summed it up like gratitude can keep you sane during really dark times, and especially the part where she was like, all the miracles that my body is doing by keeping me alive, what a beautiful person I am and how lucky I am to be able to eat and have a roof over my head. Like that's just huge, especially the body part. Like if we can see our bodies as, you know, a vessel that's keeping us alive and getting us where we need to go and like legs that will walk you to your next destination. I just think that's really 
nice and like what a nice way to think about your body rather than like getting so down on ourselves um but yeah I really liked that and I think definitely I could um implement some of those tactics into my own life um yeah so and I definitely think it does make sense to be grateful for gratitude (laughs) even though it's kind of funny I I agree okay next one Hi, Heaney. I love your podcast so much. Every week I make coffee, bring it to the beach, and listen to your new episode. And I can't even tell you how much it improves my mindset. It is simultaneously so grounding and inspiring. Wow, that sounds like a dream, going to the beach and bringing coffee. Love that. Thank you. I love the podcast for this week. Gratitude is something that has been incorporated into my daily life since I was a little kid. At the dinner table, we'd sing a little thank you song for the animals, plants, minerals, and cooks that made the meal possible. In parentheses, some hippie woo-woo shit for sure, but I love it. I love it too. Hell yes. We'd go around the table and say our rose and thorn of the day, a reminder to recognize the good and bad in each day. Also love that. Definitely going to do that with our kids or some version of that. I love that. Um, So here's my rose and thorn of today. I know the prompt was just gratitude, but I think reflecting on both is extremely powerful. My thorn. I woke up late and felt uber groggy. My rose. I'm taking surf lessons and I caught a wave. It was exhilarating and made me so proud of myself. After the lesson, I treated myself to the best donut ever and drove down the coast blasting my PCH playlist, eating my donut and feeling so happy and so alive. I know that seems cheesy, but we got to romanticize our lives, right? (laughs) Haha, sorry if this was long, but I just wanted to share how starting my day off with a thorn didn't stop me from having the rosiest experience ever. Heart, 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 heart. Love you so much. Ah, this is so good. And the lesson at the end like wanted to share how starting my day off with a thorn didn't stop me from having the rosiest experience ever. It's so true. Like just because we're feeling bad at one point during the day does not mean we can't turn it around. Like, but if you have that mindset, like, Oh my God, I'm having the worst fucking day. Like it's, I'm just going to have the most shitty day. It's never going to get better. Like that's just going to happen. You know, like if you just keep reminding yourself that you're having a terrible day, like you're still going to have a terrible day the whole day. So just being open to like having a good outcome the day or you know but wow that's really a such a vibe having a surf lesson and having a donut and driving down the pch and or maybe she didn't say she was driving down the pch driving down the coast blasting a super vibey playlist like that just sounds amazing and thank you so much for sharing i loved that okay this next one really got me Hi, Heaney. I hope you're feeling good today. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for making this podcast. It literally gives me the best journaling urges and really gets my thoughts going, and I couldn't be more grateful for it. I literally just saw your Instagram post asking for submissions, and I immediately thought of this day of intense gratitude I had last week, and I really wanted to share it with you. So here I am. Hold on to your horses because this might be a pretty long submission. (laughs) It happened last Saturday. I was walking home from work around 5 p.m., which is golden hour at the moment here in Ireland. It was the most gorgeous sunny day and I was just taking in the sun, walking so slowly, listening to some of my favorite songs. A blissful moment, you might say. I have to mention, I'd also had the best day at work. I started this new job working at the farmer's market about a month ago, which by the way, the universe definitely sent to me because I was literally offered it without any form of interview at all. But that's a whole another story. It does add to the feeling of gratitude though. Anyway, I love my job so fucking much. Like, it makes me so happy. Every time I leave work, I'm beaming and literally overflowing with this really weird and intense feeling of peace. So on that day, as I was walking home, peaceful as ever, I got a call from a really good friend of mine who I haven't actually seen since March because of COVID. 
I was delighted, obviously, and we were just talking over the phone and she asked me how I was doing. I started telling her all about my life at the moment and that's when I realized there's literally nothing I can complain about in my life right now. Like, I live in a gorgeous house with a friend, I love what I'm studying, I'm obsessed with my job, the weather has been surprisingly lovely, and everything is just overall so fucking beautiful. I was talking to her and in my mind I was thinking, holy fuck, why hadn't I paid attention to this before? My life is fucking perfect right now and I just felt so grateful and incredible. When I got home, I basically ran to my journal so I wouldn't forget all the beautiful thoughts and so I could go back to them the next time I'm feeling low. And then it happened again on Monday. My friend and I went for a sea swim at sunset and the water was freezing and it was so windy, but I ran there and it literally burnt my skin, but I had a really intense ecstatic kind of feeling. It was just so freeing. The only way I can think of describing it is like the perks of being a wallflower tunnel scene kind of moment where nothing else matters in the world, because I felt so present, so alive, and so grateful for this body that allowed me to jump in the freezing Atlantic Ocean in the middle of October and laugh hysterically with my friend. So I'm very grateful for that. I don't think I ever really understood the meaning of expressing gratitude before this year. I think that's the case for a lot of people, feeling so grateful not to have been impacted by COVID, or feeling so grateful to have these beautiful slow moments during lockdown. For me, it started around May when we were allowed to go for walks again back home where my parents live. And I just started walking so much. And May is my favorite month because everything is flourishing and nature is so green and so beautifully perfect. That's also around the time when I started listening to your podcast on my walks. And I'm not joking when I tell you, it's like my soul opened up and I was taking in all your beautiful spiritual thoughts, which just resonated with me so much. And it really helped me think of life in a different way. And since then, I've really started romanticizing my life so much more and processing the things that happened to me, good and bad, asking myself what do they mean and how they impact my well-being. So once again, I'm always so grateful for your podcast. Anyway, I think that's it for today. Sorry it was so long, but I hoped reading this made your day brighter. And I'm so looking forward to listening to this episode. Oh my God. I'm fucking crying. I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up. First of all, this is so beautifully written. Like, Jesus, I'm, it's just such a vibe. Like, I just felt like I was right there with you on the walk after work, after the farmer's market. Like, wow, such a job. I actually was wondering that, like, whenever I go to the farmer's market and I talk to the people that work there, they all just seem so, so happy. And I described it to Sage last time as like, they're just vibing with their veggies. Like they're just freaking vibing with their veggies. Everyone's seems in a really great mood and just really happy. And they're also kind and genuine and like generous too. Like sometimes they'll just give me free food. And I, I don't know. I just love the vibes at the farmer's market. I can't even explain it. So anyway, that's really cool that you work at the farmer's market. Oh God, I just love this story. I definitely want to read it again. Like it makes me smile so much just reading it. And it is those moments and I'm so glad that you wrote it down in your journal and that's really a good idea. I should I should do that. Like if you have a really good day or really good moment that you're so grateful for, like writing it down in super vivid detail um, so you can come back to it when you're not feeling so good because when you're feeling down, it's hard to feel good. <laughs> so being able to read your own words and remind yourself like of a time you felt really good, I think is a game changer. I love that. And I love also it's very relatable to not realize when you're in a super good place because it's like just easier to take it for granted, I guess, when you're feeling really good. Um, until, unless you have something remind you like, Oh, like you said, you're talking to your friend and you realize nothing was wrong. There's nothing to complain about. Yeah. Just amazing. So thank you so much. I really, really liked, um, that story. This one just made me 
so emotional. Okay. Hi, Rohini. I wish we could write handwritten letters, but that would take too long to deliver nowadays. Wow. That would be like, that would, that would definitely be a vibe. I would get a lot of mail. (laughs) Um, the one thing I know to be true is to be grateful for the things in my life because being positive fuels my soul against those that do not see life through the same lens. Boom. Damn. That's a good sentence. Being positive fuels my soul against those who do not see life through the same lens. Damn, you guys are poets. I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now, and little did I know, it is one of the only things getting me through my weeks during this crazy time. I've been able to relate, learn, cry, and face many fears in my life after listening to you and the stories others are sending you. I feel like I am part of a sisterhood, and I cannot stress enough how overwhelmingly happy that makes me because I've always craved to feel a part of something like this. Oh my god, I'm crying. So that's it. I'm grateful for you and this podcast. I'm new to it, but I'm always excited for whatever topic we explore together. I'm beyond thankful for your content and the community that surrounds it. It gives me hope and reminds me that I'm not alone in this life. I look forward to Wednesdays with you and I'm constantly rooting for your dreams and aspirations because I know it will bring more beauty to this world. Thank you again for making this amazing content. Literally crying right now. Can you hear my voice? I just teared up. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys. You guys are so fucking sweet. I can't even handle it. (sighs) Well, thank you so much for those kind words. And it really does mean a lot to me, as you can tell, because I'm crying at the moment. Um, Yeah, I do think it is such a special community and I don't take it for granted how sweet you guys are and how much I love doing this podcast. So I hope I can do it for a long, long time because I really, really like it. Um, Yeah, shit. I need to drink some water. (laughs) Okay, next one. Hey Heaney, I'm so excited for this week's episode. I've had a hell of a journey with gratitude recently and can't wait to hear other people's experiences too. Here's my story and I hope it might help someone else as much as it has helped me. I'm an 18-year-old student living in Oxford, England. I'm currently taking a gap year before I go to study medicine next September. Eek, I'm so excited for this, lol. I've spent most of my life suffering with the constant upward battle against anxiety. The best way I can describe anxiety from my own experience of it is that it's like an infection taking over your mind and infecting your inner voice to alter your perception of reality. It caused me to often overlook any positivity in my life and instead focus solely on negativity until my mind spiraled out of control. This has brought me a lot of suffering. I would literally wish to have other people's lives because I was so unsatisfied by my own. Then lockdown happened. With more time in my hands, I decided to read The Heart of the Buddha's Teachings by... Oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh, which was recommended to me by a friend. Here I was introduced to the practice of gratitude. Gratitude became a key theme in the teaching of transforming suffering into peace, joy, and liberation. So I did what any other person would do. I brought my very first journal. I'm not going to lie. I'm not the most neat and aesthetic journaler in the world, but just carrying out the simple task of speaking my gratitudes into the universe daily was extremely rewarding to me. I began to notice the little things in my life that I was grateful for every day. Practicing gratitude simplifies life and magnifies the beauty of how delicate and temporary everything is. It has unlocked peace for me and made my soul feel so good. I feel grounded and satisfied. It sounds so cringy, but I'm learning to love my life. It's so easy to forget sometimes, so here's a little reminder. Life is beautiful and filled with so many little miracles that we don't notice every day. No matter where we are or what we're doing, there's always something to be grateful for. Even if this isn't shared, thank you for taking the time to read through my story. You have created a wholesome and love-filled corner of the internet for which I am very grateful. It is so refreshing to have creators like you. Oh, thank you. I really like that. I think I need to read that book. 
the heart of the Buddha's teachings. That sounds really um, good. Seems like something I should read. But I just I just really like this, and I think it's a good um, again a good reminder for anybody listening. And also, she kind of shared like what steps she was taking to practice gratitude. So I think that would might be really helpful. And it is true, life is filled with so many little miracles that we don't notice. Like everything, every it's just crazy. If you really start thinking about it, it's just nuts. If you really start going going there, like how how did this food get to us? How did this water get to us? Like how is this grass growing? How are these flowers? It's like what? And then you start freaking out. <laughs> At least that's for me. Anyway, again, I'm not high. I promise. Okay, this one made me so like it just happy and cute. I just thought it was so cute. Okay. Hi, Heaney. Before I start, just letting you know, I eat, sleep, and breathe the podcast. Dead ass. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, gratitude has always been something I try and incorporate into my everyday life because if you have something you can be grateful for every day, it just makes you an overall happier human. There is one moment that sticks out when I think of moments I've been grateful for. Let me start by saying I am 15 and a sophomore in high school, which will probably explain why my grammar is absolute shit. <laughs> that made me laugh. It's actually not bad. It's definitely not any worse than mine. Mine's also shit. Um, but I have been lucky enough to have made a group of friends that made me tear up when I think of them. I think we are so close because we have a trauma bond, a story for another time. But I digress. I remember we were on a church retreat last year in February, and we were up at this camp in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Beautiful, parentheses. It was one of our last nights, and we decided to walk out to the lake that had frozen over and stargaze. Wow, sounds dreamy. So we put on all of our snow pants and heavy coats to waddle our asses out to the middle of this frozen lake. We laid down on our backs and stared up at the sky, and let me tell you, we could see the fucking Milky Way. And I'm from Chicago, so I've never seen the fucking Milky Way. I'm going to say that one more time. The fucking Milky Way. <laughs> okay, I can move on now. But strangely, it wasn't me seeing that dot dot dot. You guessed it. Fucking Milky Way. <laughs> that made me, that made that moment so special. It was the people I was with. These are the type of friends that wait for you when you tie your shoe. All of them. That just got me. Like when I read that, it made me smile so big because you know, you know the people that are going to wait for you when you tie your shoe or wait for you when you stopped on the street. Not everybody stops for you, but there's always usually, hopefully, that one friend that will. And if none of your friends stop for you, then that's rude. Um, I've definitely had those times where I'm like, I always stop for people if they're stopped on the sidewalk and wait for them. And if no one waits for you, you're like, ouch, okay, it's fine. I'll just walk back here like two miles behind you. Anyway, okay. And I'm actually serious because, like I said, I'm a sophomore in high school and still can't tie my shoe right. <laughs> That's funny. They're the type of people that turn to you out of the blue when they're in the middle of a task, specifically trying to get the janky-ass Keurig machine to work and tell you how much they enjoy your presence. Oh. So we laid on the ice, snow pants on, all bundled up, feeling like giddy little kids because we were looking at the fucking Milky Way. <laughs> I don't think I said that right. We were looking at the fucking Milky Way. I also want to add that I now know we didn't have to be staring at stars. We could have been in a friend or friend's garage that reeked of weed and I would still look at these people and tear up because they are just that special. Okay, that was long. Love you and the fucking Milky Way. <laughs> that's so funny. I love I love that. But that's honestly really amazing to find as such such a wonderful group of friends as a sophomore in high school that you guys have such a bond and you all seem very like mature and able to like acknowledge how much you love each other that's huge yeah telling your friends that you love them and how much you appreciate their presence and care for them is just so good so good 10 out of 10 would recommend doing it I love that story very very much and yeah thank you for sharing it 
Hi, Heen. When I saw the topic for your next episode, I instantly remembered one moment I had a few days ago. It had been a long day with a lot of schoolwork and group projects, and like anyone else, I was drained after all that concentration. I decided to take a little care of myself and do some yoga on my terrace. It was around sundown. The air was warm, and it almost felt as if it was hugging me. Immediately, I was focused on me, my body, and my breathing, while listening to the birds saying goodbye to the sun. When I was done with my little workout, I looked up and saw the sky in the most beautiful gold, blue, and purple colors. I was speechless. It truly was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. I know this sounds weird, and I'm not sure how to explain it, but that moment felt as if it was made only for me to see, as if it was created for my eyes only. My whole body was surrounded by gratitude. It was such an intense feeling, almost as if you want to cry out of happiness. I kept thinking back to that particular moment, and every time I'm flooded by this feeling of gratefulness. I realized that it was such a simple moment. I mean, everyone could have seen that sundown, but not everyone did. I guess what I want to say is, look out for those magical moments of inspiration. Seek the moments where you feel completely alone in the world, in a good way, though. It was an honor getting the chance to tell you my magical moment. Thank you for your podcast and all the positivity you spread in the world. Kisses from Brazil. Wow, that is... That is so, I can just picture that so clearly. And I definitely know exactly the feeling that you mean. Like you just feel like you're alone in the world and like your presence on the planet feels so like present. Does that make any fucking sense? Probably not. But it's like, holy shit, I'm alive. That's kind of how I would describe it, I guess. Um, But yeah, that sounds magical. And I love, I love that you said the birds saying goodbye to the sun. That's so beautiful. You guys are poets. You guys are freaking poets. It's amazing. Um, thank you so much for that story. I love it. Okay. This one was just cool. Okay. Hey, Heaney. I'm one of your most recent followers, and I actually discovered you through Moya. Yay. Thanks, Moya. <laughs> Since then, I've been binge listening to your podcast episodes and YouTube. I love your vibe and your stories, so please stay the way you are. Heart. My story today is when I realized how grateful I am to live the life I live. I grew up being bilingual and learning German and English and more languages in school. My parents are sort of missionaries and love to travel, so I've been all around the world. In 2017, I was in Thailand with my family for a trip and staying in a motel by the beach. One day I was walking by the beach when I saw someone lying on the ground and a few Thai men shouting and screaming. I ran over to see what happened and it appeared to me that the lady on the ground was having an allergic reaction. She was gasping for air while her whole entire face looked like a tomato. I asked what was wrong and the Thai man said to me in Thai that they couldn't understand her because she didn't speak Thai. So I bent down to this lady and I asked her in several languages if she speaks any of them. Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) That made me laugh. Right then, the ambulance raced onto the beach. It was more like a hippie van with sirens on it and stopped right in front of us. They gave the woman some air stuff so she can breathe and then called me over. I could hardly understand her, but the woman said she spoke German and told me she was allergic to gluten, dairy, and pineapple, which I told the men and they pumped in some weird orange stuff into her arm and gave her an EpiPen that was lying around. This woman got transferred to the nearest hospital and came back a few days later telling me that I saved her life and that she's going back to Switzerland. I feel like this was a moment I realized how grateful I am for the life I live because I literally saved someone's life. Lots of love and cannot wait for this podcast. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. First of all, I just really liked how she was like weird flex, but okay. I don't know. That really made me laugh. Like honestly, it's a fucking cool flex. Like asking someone in a bunch of languages if they speak the language so you can save their life. Extremely cool flex. Um, But yeah, definitely a moment to be grateful for. And sounds like a very interesting and cool upbringing. This one is so emo. I love it. Okay. Hi, Heaney. I hope this makes it to the podcast. And I hope someone can get inspired. 
I'm grateful for having this opportunity to be part of the podcast. My name is Valentina. I'm 17 and I come from Argentina. I hope my English is understandable. Anyway, now that you know my identity, I wanted to share with you and fellow listeners about what event impacted me to become more grateful. It was a morning in June when my mother came to my room and said with her breath shaking that my grandmother had passed away. When this happened, I didn't know how to react. I was just empty. It broke me. A few days passed, and I kept remembering the last time I saw her. I was at the hospital. She was unconscious, but I knew she could hear me. So I told her that I loved her, that she deserved better, and that she was an intelligent and caring woman who always put her family first. I'm grateful that I could say bye to her before she was gone from the physical world. It was difficult to go to the hospital, not only because I would have to see her there, but because it was during this pandemic, which made saying goodbye a longer process. We were really close. She wasn't the most talkative person, but through her art and humor, we would always have a good time. A few months passed and I started my self-love and acceptance journey. And for once in my life, I could see myself in the mirror and feel worthy for just simply being me. I like to think that my grandmother's love for me stayed in my heart when she passed and that she was the one who changed my perspective on life. And for that, I am grateful. You only live once. We come here to the physical world to learn lessons. I guess what I learned is to always feel gratitude towards our world, our family, and especially ourselves. Thank you for having the time to read this. And as my grandma used to say, do your little bit of good where you are. It is those little bits of good put all together that overwhelm the world. So for everyone listening, this is my little bit of good for you. (laughs) I'm crying so emo Uh, just so beautiful like her grandmother's love stayed in her heart and she was the one who changed her perspective on life like that's the most beautiful shit I've ever read in my entire life and it's I mean I don't doubt it I don't doubt it I think I think when someone passes away that's close to you I think they stay with you forever and I know that she was you know, sending you love and cheering you on and maybe helping you see yourself in the way that she sees you. I totally believe that. I think that's so beautiful. Oh, your grandma sounds amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, this one. Oh my gosh. Hi, Heaney. I'll keep it short and sweet. This weekend, I found out that I'm pregnant. I'm beyond grateful for this blessing. (laughs) I smiled so big. That's so exciting. So exciting. Sending you lots of love. And that's just, I cannot wait. That's so exciting. Okay. Next one. Hi, Rohini. I always listen to the pod, but it's my first time writing in. Thank you for letting me share some of my favorite things. I hope it can help someone. Every morning when I wake up, I list three things in my mind for which I'm grateful. I do this before I look at my phone or get out of bed. I don't even write them down. I just say them in my mind. I've been doing this every day for a few years. It's quick, so it's sustainable, and I love the perspective shift it has given me. Day after day, I often list similar things, so it's shown me what is important to me. Sometimes what I'm grateful for is very general, like my husband Mark, for instance, or sometimes it's more specific, like laughing with my mom and sister. I'm Christian, so for me, it's a gratefulness to God. I feel blessed at the start of the day and carry that throughout the rest of it. Because of this simple gratitude practice, I'm able to feel blessed as a baseline. Some days just because I have things like shelter and health. This puts everything in perspective, so less need to sweat the small stuff because I have the big stuff, aka the stuff that matters to me. Placing my focus on what I care about in this way allows me to not get as distracted because I know my priorities. If my focus is on what it what is meaningful to me, that leads to more goodness in my life because that's what my attention is on. This also motivates me. Because I feel so blessed, I don't want to waste my opportunity. I recognize that not everyone has shelter, food, or health, so I don't want to take what I have for granted. 
It also inspires me to want to do what I can to align myself with an equitable world where everyone can have similar things to be grateful for. Most of the time, I'm listing relationships in my life, so I know that sharing love is what is most important to me. Gratitude is a great way to get to know yourself. Every single day, my husband Mark is on my list in some way, even before we were married. It's really cool to know your why. His love, among other things, is what makes me feel at peace and excited to start my day. I really, really like this, and I, again, wanted to share it, especially because I feel like she gave some actionable uh, ways that you guys can practice gratitude in your life, and I just liked everything that she said. I liked, because this because of the simple gratitude practice, I'm able to feel blessed as a baseline. It's like, sounds like hashtag, hashtag blessed as a baseline, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's really sweet, and thank you so much for sharing, and also, I know, it is nice, like, I always have sage up there on my list. It It is, I hadn't thought of it as a way to like think about what's really important to you, but that's a really good insight. I'm going to start thinking about that more. Like the things that are just reoccurring on your list every single day, like those are what's really important to you, I guess. And um, yeah, something you shouldn't take for granted. So thank you for that. Okay. This one's so wholesome. I love it. Hey Rohini, I have a little story about something I've particularly been grateful for recently. I live in a student house with nine other housemates on a large student complex in the Netherlands. Next to this complex, there is a beautiful, quiet park, unlike other parks in our city, which are usually pretty crowded and filled with people on walks and picnics, which are also really nice. This park is more of a nature kind of park instead of a recreational one. It has a lot of hidden paths, small bridges, and is very green and quiet, even though it is in the middle of a pretty large city. I never used to visit this park very often since before the pandemic. I was busy during the whole day running around to lectures, friends, and parties, and I would almost only be home during nighttime. However, when the pandemic hit, this little park has been one of the biggest supports through this tough year. Since my housemates and I would be home all day and have to study in our rooms, we started a habit of taking a walk during the park every day during lunchtime. One of the girls I live with will knock on everyone's door and say, time for a walk, and we would take a walk for half an hour. During this time, it became spring and we would see all those changes in the park, such as the trees growing their leaves and little geese that we saw growing up from very tiny to huge and kind of scary, lol. Large geese are pretty scary, actually. (laughs) It made me appreciate small things in nature and beautiful elements of my environment so much more, whereas before, I would rush through the city and have little attention for it. Besides that, it literally helped me breathe. Having fresh air in a less stressful place was so helpful for me when I was struggling with being inside all day and having to study very hard by myself. I started to go to this park by myself as well to clear up my head and often listen to your podcast while walking. Now it's no longer spring and not even summer. The leaves are starting to change colors and unfortunately the pandemic is still not over. In our country, the situation has become worse again and we are all in partial lockdown. So luckily, my housemates and I still have the park, still go on our walks, and I'm so, so grateful for that. The park is maintained by volunteers, and last week, I decided I wanted to let these people know how much I appreciated their work. So I sent an email to the info email address that I saw on a sign in the park, and I wrote that I wanted to thank the people who took care of the park and how much I appreciated it. I got an email back saying it was very much appreciated and if they could publish the email in the little magazine they have for the volunteers and financial donors so everyone could see. Of course I agreed and I hope it will make the volunteers smile for a bit. This was my story about my moment in which I felt gratitude for something in my life and decided to explicitly express this gratitude, which was, by the way, inspired by you and other YouTubers who have made me think about these things. Sorry it was so long. I'm now going to the park for a walk again and listen to this week's episode of your podcast. 
Oh my gosh, my heart warm. My heart is so warmed reading that. Like, first of all, so wholesome that one roommate would go around and knock on everyone's doors and say, time for a walk. Like, again, sounds like a movie. That's just like, I, I can't. It's amazing. Also, I'm so like, I just love so much that you took the time to thank the people that make the park that you enjoy so much possible. Like that is just so special. And um, definitely me included, like there are definitely some things that I should, you know, thank people for that I just take for granted. I think all of us can do that as life gets busy, but I think that's just really amazing that you, that you thank them and you never know how powerful, like saying thank you or acknowledging, um, something that like someone else is working towards or working for. I mean, like you never know how much of an impact that's going to have on them. Um, so I think that's really amazing. And I kind of want to go to the Netherlands now and like walk in that park. You guys are so global. I just need to do a world tour, honestly, whenever I can, who knows when the heck that'll be, but definitely I'm down to just go all around and be like, yo, he meet up in Netherlands, like South Africa, where South Korea, Mexico, Argentina, like you guys are all over the place. It's kind of amazing. Hey, Rohini, let me just start by saying that you have brought me so much joy in my life, whether this is through intrinsic reflection or simply listening to your podcast to bring a smile on my face. Yay, I'm so glad. Thank you. Gratitude is something that I never considered as something that I should be putting thought into until this past May. I'm 17 and a competitive athlete. I went through a horrible injury in my ankle, making me unable to play for three months. These three months were from January to March, and then bam, pandemic. I went from training every day and putting my whole life's worth into my sport to doing nothing for months on end. The months of March to May were incredibly negative on my mental health, and I was having a hard time noticing the good in life. Then gratitude and manifestation came into my life after reading the book You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Side note, Heaney, if you have not yet read this, I cannot recommend this book enough. I actually haven't read it, but Sage has it, so I should probably go grab it from his shelf and read it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Come the summer, I was practicing morning manifestations and writing down five things I'm grateful for every evening. I spent the summer at my family's cottage, and I would go out onto our boat and do my journaling. When I look back to May, when I started practicing gratitude, I was only able to think of one or two things that I was thankful for, and they would be the same thing, always food and water. Of course, I'm grateful for them, but I couldn't see past that. Then, when sitting on that boat on a random night in August, I wrote two whole pages of what I was grateful for, and the feeling I felt afterwards was unlike any other. I felt as though I was the luckiest person in the world, and if there is one thing I want to share with the pod, is that there is only up from here. No matter how deep of a place you are, the universe and what you do with your energy can change everything. Sorry this was a tad long. All I want is for everyone to practice gratefulness so that they can too one day go through that euphoric state that I was in that night. Thank you for everything that you do. You're such a beacon of light to so many of us. It may be hard to realize your impact, but just know that I am forever grateful for the lessons that you've taught me and the lessons that you will continue to teach to so many. Oh my God, I'm crying. I'm actually crying. You guys are really, these tears, these tears. <sighs> you guys are so sweet. Um, she also attached um, a video of the like view on the water that night and then a video of her like when she was feeling super grateful and like crying and it was really nice um, to see. And I, d I definitely know that feeling like you just want to ball your eyes out because you just feel so grateful. And I hope everyone can experience that feeling. And when you do have it to just 
hold on to it and remember it and write it down. And yeah, I think that's amazing. Um, also super amazing that you like took it into your own hands to turn around your mindset and how you were feeling. Um, I can't imagine how that is. Like I always wonder, cause I'm like absolutely, absolutely not an athlete, probably like the farthest thing from an athlete. Um, I can't imagine how tough it is like dedicating your whole life, your passion, your fitness, your diet, your routine, like everything around your sport. And then maybe something happens and you can't do it anymore. Like I always think that must be so, so tough for people. Like a lot of my good friends in high school were really, really dedicated to sports and you know, it just, it just kept them going and they loved it so much. So I can't imagine how hard that was, but very proud of you for, you know, getting to the other side and I'm just, yeah, really happy. And also a big vibe to go to the cottage and go out on the water. I would like to do that. Um, sounds like a vibe. Okay. Dear Rohini, first of all, I have to express my gratitude for your podcast. I only recently discovered it, but I've been loving it ever since. So keep shining brightly and lots of love to you. Okay, people are going to think that I like posted this prompt just so I can get some like hype from you guys. <laughs> Tell me how much you love me. Come on, Heenies. <laughs> just kidding. But I'm very glad that you guys are liking it. It literally means the world to me. I hope to do it forever. Well, I don't know about forever, but for a long time. Um, and thank you for like sharing your sweet words um it does mean a lot it's nice to know that you guys like it like it does help me to know that so I'm very grateful that you know you're grateful and oh my god we're just all grateful we're just all gonna be holding hands singing kumbaya sounds like good plan okay back to her story before paying more attention to the positive sides of life I noticed that gratitude was something I only ever felt for things that were no longer in my life so I basically only experienced it through loss or grief no matter how small or big now that I'm trying to become more mindful and happy, I've seen so many changes in the way I see the little things in my life, which I'm so thankful for. Of course, I'm su super grateful for my friends and family, the people and dogs that keep me company, lift me up without even noticing, and make my life so much brighter and funnier. But in my day-to-day -day life, I often practice gratitude for the smaller things to remind myself that even the ordinary can be special. I find so much joy in good books, cozy and slow mornings with lo-fi music in the background, long walks through nature with my dogs, writing, putting on a cute outfit, daydreaming, or listening to an inspiring podcast. There are so many more details about my life that I would not want to miss. So many achievements or situations where I've gone out of my comfort zone in order to let myself grow that I'm so grateful for. For someone like me who tends to give into a really negative mindset, practicing gratitude for those kinds of things can be really helpful because it helps me remember that even baby steps are leading in the right direction. I'm really looking forward to this episode and cannot wait for all the good vibes I will surely get from listening. Ah, I love that so much. It helps me remember that even baby steps are leading in the right direction. So true. So true. So if there's anybody listening that's just having a really shitty time, like feeling super, super down and yeah, just feeling down like baby steps, baby steps in the right direction. And it might seem like you're never going to feel better. You're never going to get out of this shitty time, but you will. You will. And I think a lot of people have shared stories just on this episode today about being in a dark place and being able to get out and gratitude has helped them with that. So if you're looking for some way to start, maybe just writing down a few things in your journal that you're grateful for. I think that can have a big impact or just um, saying them in your mind every morning. I liked that too. Just when you wake up, like, boom, what are you grateful for? It could be super simple, your cozy bed or your dog or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever it might be or whatever it might be. Okay. I think I'm just going to read one last one. It's, it's a vibe. 
Hey Rohini, when I saw the topic of this podcast, I will admit I had a bit of a giggle. The past couple of weeks have been a bit of a shit show (laughs) in a year that I'm sure for most was a bit chaotic to say the least, winky face. But despite everything, I'm grateful for so much. Even when things get crazy, I'm so glad I can think of this moment and recognize how incredibly lucky I am to have lived the life I have. To set the scene, at the start of this year, literally January 1st, I flew all the way from Ireland to South Africa to visit my cousin who lives there. I was beyond excited for what was to be a trip of a lifetime. However, the weeks leading up to the new year were incredibly heartbreaking, as a guy I knew from school passed away, which left me in a state of shock. Even though we weren't particularly close, when someone dies so young, it kind of fucks up your whole view of the world. As much as I was excited for this trip of a lifetime, I was equally scared and confused about it all. There just seemed like such little sense in anything that I was anxious about leaving. Despite my heartbreak and confusion, the two weeks I had in South Africa were truly incredible. The trip ended up doing so much good for my hurting soul. Spending time with my cousin discovering the stunning and majestic landscapes of South Africa was truly a dream come true. On the last evening I was there, myself and my cousin hired kayaks and watched the sunset in the water. While she paddled on, I stopped for a moment to take it all in. That's when the gratitude really hit. I was overcome with appreciation. I was so grateful for the beauty in the world. To have such an incredible cousin, to have the opportunity to travel to an amazing country, and simply just grateful for my life. Along with the gratitude, I felt immense pride in myself. I'd worked so hard for months and months to afford this trip and also overcame a lot of sadness, fear, and anxiety. I usually don't do well alone, and numerous flights had felt daunting. I vowed to myself in that moment that I would live the life I wanted to live. I understood that I should be grateful for every little beautiful moment in life because none of your days here are guaranteed. It's funny looking back at that moment because I remember thinking that this year would be truly incredible having started like that. Little did I know a pandemic would turn the world upside down, laughing face. Now I use this moment of gratitude to remind myself that even the hardest times can have moments of beauty, relief, and gratitude. It's not these big crazy moments of life that really matter. It's living life with those you love in a way that you love to live. As much as this year has been such a challenge to all of us, I'm sure, there was also such immense beauty and kindness in the world that I will never stop being grateful for. So, if you do end up reading this, I'd like to express how truly grateful I am to have you in my life. I adore the peace, serenity, laughter, and general good vibes you bring to this world. I'm grateful for your kind and beautiful listeners, too, who uplift and inspire me each week with their stories. I'm endlessly grateful for you all. If you managed to read this whole ramble, thank you. Lots of love from Ireland. Oh my goodness. Uh, I want to go to South Africa and I want to go to Ireland. Sounds incredible. Again, I just think this is a really good ad- a reminder for everyone. And uh, yeah, that's, that's I think that's all I can say about this story, but I just really like it. And all of these stories are making me want to travel again so bad. We'll get to do it one day again. It'll, it'll happen. We'll be able to travel again one day. Crying. I think I'm going to stop the stories there. Um, my throat is getting a wee bit hoarse, but um, this story actually kind of reminded me of um, <laughs> Little Women, which I finally watched for the first time on the plane back from LA. And oh my God, oh my God, that movie. That's my new favorite movie. I actually don't really like movies at all. I prefer TV shows because I usually have a hard time sometimes sitting through movies, but I really liked that fucking movie. It was so good. It made me feel so many things. If you guys haven't watched it, 
I think I think you would like it maybe. I'm not sure. I really liked it. It just made me feel like so alive <laughs> and so grateful. Also, I think it was because I was on a plane and I also had like four glasses of wine. So that might have had something to do with it now that I think about it. But regardless, the movie was just so like so dreamy. It just like I literally teared up thinking like, oh, my God, I want this like this family of sisters and they're all so close and they love each other and they have each other's backs and the mom is so generous and um, just seems like the best mom ever. And their house is beautiful and they all just like fill it with joy. And, and I don't know. I just was like, fuck, I want this so bad. Like I want this big family and this big house that's like so beautiful and everyone loves each other and we take care of the neighbors and like feed them when they're starving <laughs> if you've seen the movie then you know what I'm talking about but oh god it just was amazing so yeah I don't know maybe this is a, just a movie recommendation to watch Little Women if you haven't but it honestly made me really grateful and like also just inspired me like that life is possible if I if I want that life like having the the big family and the siblings are close and like everyone loves each other and it's just it's possible you know? So yeah, it just made me really excited. And uh, just, it's an emotional, great movie, super well done. I love all the actors and actresses. Yeah. And Timothy Chalamet's in it. And I haven't really seen too many movies with him. I know everyone's obsessed with him, like the entire internet simps for him. I mean, he's very like cute, but I hadn't, I don't know. I hadn't really seen the hype, but he's definitely a good actor. So that's, that's good. That's worth the hype. But yeah, he's obviously beautiful, but he's not really my type. I don't know. You know, I like this, this age type, like tall and blonde and blue eyes and, you know, anyway, anywho, enough about that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Definitely put me in an amazing mood. I'm actually uh, about to leave to the airport again in a couple hours. I'm going to Montana with my one of my best friends, Kristen. She was on the podcast. Um, she did the sex episode with me recently, and she's yeah, just one of my most cherished friends. Um, and we try to meet up every couple months in uh, a place maybe that we've never been before. Like we went to Austin together. She came and visited here in June. And then now we're meeting up in Montana because we both have never been. So we're staying at this little ranch in this little cabin. And then I think it like overlooks the water and we're going to go horseback riding and just be in nature and go on a hike. And yeah, so I think it's going to be amazing. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I feel really lucky and really grateful uh, on theme with this episode that I get to go. So, um, I will be posting lots of great pics on Instagram from there, from the trip. And by the time this episode's up, I'll already be back. So anyway, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. And also thank you for listening to the last week's episode. And some of you guys sent me messages saying like, you actually liked it. And you're like, Rohini, stop beating yourself up. You're so hard on yourself. Like the episode was really funny. So thank you for sending me those messages. Honestly needed to hear it. Like, I, I think I am really hard on myself in that way. Like after we finished recording, I was like, God, that was so bad. That was terrible. And then when I got it back from my editor and listened to it, I was like, oh, that actually wasn't that bad. Like that was kind of funny. <laughs> so I think we're all harder on ourselves um, than we need to be for sure. Um, so yeah, thank you for those nice words and all the sweet words in the episode today. You guys are just such cutie pie, pumpkin pies, apple pies, cherry pies, all the pies, all the cutie pies. I just love you. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. And please continue to share this podcast with your friends if you like it. And don't forget to give a rating on Apple Podcasts. Rating and review helps a lot. And um, I will see you guys next week. I hope you have an incredible day today, an incredible 
rest of your week or whatever your weekend. I don't know what day you're listening, but I hope you have a good one and um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. See you next week. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.